Hey folks, hey, this is Wesley Billion Dollar Version here with another Millionaire Midnight Rant. How's everybody doing? Welcome to the podcast here where I, Wesley Billion Dollar Version, go live every single night here on Instagram. Some of you on the podcast right now where uh, basically I just give advice. <laughs> I, I just share my philosophy around being rich and what I do that others don't do, I am very transparent. I'm very, real. I'm just direct, blunt on these rants here. And I give you the resources and tools in the philosophies that I've used over the years to now to be worth over $40 million. I'm in the digital marketing space. I'm in a real estate space as well. I'm in a lot of different spaces, whatever. But more importantly, I've learned and mastered how to manifest my dreams, okay? And that's when I teach and share it with the world here. And tonight's topic is a good one, a great one. Broke people spend before they get it. Rich people spend after they get it. And I want to share a story with you. You know, many of you want to know, what did I do right before I made a million dollars here? And I want to give you the difference in the dichotomy between the rich and the poor here. Okay. But before I do that, of course, I got to show you some love here. So go ahead and put your names here below. Let me give you a shout out. Hey, Haley, how are you? Shahida, how are you? Comment your names below and raise your energy, ladies and gentlemen. I can tell that you, I don't know. I just feel that your energy is low. Remember, low energy equals low income. Never forget that, okay? Low energy equals and equates to low income. High energy, high income. <laughs> it's just the truth. It is what it is. And let me tell you why that's so true. Because no one wants to be around a person that has low energy. The only people that want to be around people with low energy are people that have low energy. Okay. Successful people, rich people, wealthy people, they have high energy because they're excited. They're grateful. Okay. <laughs> so this is something that you need to practice here. So let me give everybody a shout out here. Hey, Maria Cruz, how are you? And thank you for tagging people below and inviting more people to the ranch. It's growing. You know, right now we're the number one <clears throat> listen to podcast in the personal development space on uh, Apple Music, Spotify, Amazon Music, Podbean, we're everywhere, folks. And I'm so grateful because I wouldn't be able to do this unless I had listeners, which are you. So I'm grateful to you. Thank you for listening and trusting me to lead you to your land of paradise to help you become an outstanding, happy, rich, wealthy, sexy individual. Okay. Hey, Money Mike Wynn, how are you? Earth, love, and skin, Diana Martin, how are you? Uh, Steve-O, Vanessa Jean, Blanca. What's going on here? Uh, Crawford Keisha. Okay, how are you? Give me a second, guys. Okay, we got me, Kobe. 
as well. Mindset secret. Go ahead and comment your names below, folks. Comment your names below. Hey, Max the Gray, how are you? All right, so let's go ahead and get started here. Listen, write this down, please. You need to understand this. And I really want you to get this because if you don't get this, then you're going to be like all the losers that don't get it. Okay? Now, listen, this is a rant, which means I'm unfiltered. So if I say something that offends you, and if you don't like it, lead a fucking rant now. Okay? Um, I'm here to be real with you. I'm not here to be professional. I'm not here to be filtered here. I think sometimes people just need to hear it is what, like, they just need to hear it direct and just blunt, bluntly. Does that make sense? And so that's what I'm going to do here tonight. So broke people spend the money before they get it. Rich people spend after they get it. And the reason why I wanted to talk about this tonight, because, you know, I'm, I'm driving around, going to the gym, of course, you know, in the McLaren today. And I see young men running into shoe stores. And I see they have the Air Force Ones on, the new Air Force Ones on, the Yeezys on, and, you know, whatever shoe is out there that costs a thousand Gucci shoes on. And I see these young men, and they're at the bus stop. And I see these young men with $2,000 shoes on, but they have a 19 or 2001 Honda Accord. Okay. Listen, before I spent any money, okay, before I made my big purchase, before I was rich, I didn't spend a dime on clothes. I didn't spend a dime on jewelry. I didn't spend a dime on shoes. I didn't spend a dime on travel. All my money in my 20s and early 30s that I spent when I made a decision that I wanted to be successful and I wanted to be rich was only used to invest in myself, whether that be courses, seminars, or books. Okay? Does that make sense? All the money that I made I used to spend money on the business, on my self-education, to develop the skill, to master my craft. Okay? And many of you, you're so impatient because you want to act like you got it. And what I want you to understand is it's okay to act like you got it, like your behaviors, your attitudes, absolutely. <sighs> the way that you talk, the way that you speak, the way that you carry yourself, the way that you posture, yes. To be in people's department stores, buying the next shoe, going to the Gucci, going to the sack stores, and saving up your money for a bag. Maxing out your credit cards, that's silly and that's pure stupidity. Okay? And I see a lot of young people do this, right? You know, I'm driving down Weissheimer. 
I'm driving a car of people's dreams and I see them come out of a shoe store and they're looking at me and they're getting into their Impala. But they got brand new shoes in their hands. Get into Impala. And they wonder why my life is different from them. Like, why is he driving a McLaren? I'm driving an Impala and I have these shoes in my hand. Because when I was building my skill, I wasn't buying shoes. I was buying courses. When I was developing my artistry, like in the internet business, I wasn't buying clothes. I was going to seminars. Make sense? So many of you, <clears throat> the reason why you're so, you know, broke and you don't have money is because it's so important for you to have people see you in a way that's superior. You know, obviously we all we all care about what people think about us partially. Not maybe not totally, but we all do care a little bit on how people perceive us. And what a lot of you young people and some of you older people, what you don't understand is that you need to be patient. You cannot spend the money before you get the money. It's not going to work that way. See, all poor and average people do this. They save up their paychecks, they'll get a bag. They save up their paychecks to get a piece of jewelry. They save up their paychecks to go out that night to get a new pair of shoes, a new pair of clothes. Some of you go out every weekend. All right? Anytime you guys go out, you got to buy something new. But you can't afford it. And if you can't afford it, that money that you're using, like $2,000 to buy an outfit for one fucking night. Like, man, you're probably not going to get the girl you want anyway. Same thing with you women. You're probably not going to get the man you want anyway. <clears throat> you could take that money and invest in yourself. Listen, I'm just, I'm just sharing with what rich people do or people that do become rich and wealthy. I did this. When I made a decision that I was going to be wealthy, when I made a, de- when I made a decision that I was going to be a millionaire, all my money, all the money that I've earned at a job, was totally dedicated to building the knowledge around what I do right now here today. As a matter of fact, when I made my first million, I didn't buy anything until I can pay for that thing three times over. Does that make sense? Some of you are using your credit card, you're buying purses, you're buying clothes, and you don't have that amount of money in your bank account. Like, you can't pay for that three times over. Does that make sense? That's a broke mentality. Broke people always spend before they get it. I mean, they want it. But they want it so bad, they spend money just to make themselves feel good. How many of you spend because you want to feel good? You know, you're on the internet, you're looking online, and then you justify to yourself, oh, I deserve this. Well, you know, I deserve this. And what you don't realize, the reason why you have these horrific habits 
It's because you're around other people who are just like you. If you see your girlfriend have a certain purse, now you want the purse, but you can't afford the purse. But you feel subconsciously you have to keep up with her. Same thing with men. They say men to have a certain type of shoes on, pants, shirt, whatever. Then I guess I got to do it, get it too. Because what tends to happen with people is they start to feel inferior to the people that have what they want. Because we naturally compare ourselves to people. And we want to be on the same level as them. I remember when I moved into a high rise for the first time. And I remember it was other younger people that was moving into the high rise. And I'm not judging them. I'm not saying that they can't afford it. But I watched so many young people move in and move out. I saw so many people move in and get kicked out. I saw so many young people, you were going to their apartments that had no furniture in there. They're paying $2,500 a month. You go inside their place, no furniture at all. Crickets, clothes on the floor, no dressers. I mean, this is this is real. People actually do this, young, ladies and gentlemen. Right? Because you're moving too fast. That's one thing I understood about wealth and money and rich and becoming rich. It's a, it's a slow and steady process. The reason why I say it's slow and steady because... Like the habits and the disciplines are, are so important to you actually keeping money. Like making money is really not that difficult. You'll realize that if you continue to listen to me. It's not that difficult to make money. Everybody on this live here makes money. I mean, if you have a job, you make money. Some of you have a business, you make money. But the issue is uh, a ton of you don't know how to manage the money. You don't know how to keep the money. And, and let me tell you where that stems from. Because you might think, you know, why do I always just get rid of money? Most of you just get rid of money. You get money, you get rid of it. You get money, you get rid of it. It's because of your childhood. See, if your parents in your household, if you didn't have a lot of money, you remember mom and dad said, we don't have money. Money don't grow in trees. I'm broke this weekend. I'm broke this week. I had to pay bills this week. So, so think about it. If you heard that over and over again, Money was not a part of your life when you were growing up. So since it wasn't a part of your life when you were growing up, as you become an adult, you get a job, you're making some money, you just get rid of it. You just think of more things to buy. All right, you make $10 an hour, $20 an hour, you get a raise, you just think of more things to spend the money on. Does that make sense? Some of you might say, well, if I just made $10,000 a month, I'll be good. No, you won't. You will find a way to spend $10,000. I know this because I was that person. I remember making eight, ten dollars $10,000 a month, and I would spend all of it. And you're like, what? what? I couldn't tell you. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't, I don't even know. I just had it available. So when I had it available, I just thought of things that I wanted to spend the money on. Right? Broke people will always spend before they get it. Always. You'll see broke people with a beautiful outfit, Versace, at the bus stop. 
at the bus stop wearing Versace shoes. You'll see, I've seen this before, you'll see a young man that has a nice car, but he lives in the hood, in the ghetto, in an unsafe area. Or the house or the apartment doesn't match the vehicle that he drives. He's not smart. He has his priorities mixed up. You can tell a lot about a person. Just pay attention to him. You got men out here wearing fake gold chains. You got women wearing fake cardio bracelets. I've seen it. Blows my mind. I mean, but see, what that shows you is people want to fit in so badly. They want to be a part of a group or a clique so badly. And they want people to see them in a certain way. But it's not even real. How many of you wear fake jewelry? Don't answer that. A lot of you do. Fake. Some people just love it too. They're like, well, yeah, it's fake, whatever. And I'm like, why? Listen. Rich people, they understand that we just take our time, man. Honestly. See, one thing about rich and wealthy people, they... They live like me. I live by my own rules and I beat to my own drum. Like I'm not looking at other people and thinking that I have to keep up with them. I'm not looking at people and how they live and say, oh, that's what I need to do. I need to do that right now. Nah, nah. Because I run at my own pace. Like when you run a marathon, I never run a marathon, by the way. But (laughs) if I ever did in another life... Some people, they have a faster pace. Some people have a medium pace. A medium pace. Some people, they run slow and steady. And what I want you to understand is you got to find your pace in this race. Right? Because your pace may be different than the person that has a faster pace. But you're looking at the person who has a faster pace and you're trying to keep up with him or her. And before you know it, you're down on the ground, huffing and puffing because you're tired because you can't keep up. I know people personally that have tried to keep up with a lifestyle because they was around people that had the lifestyle that could afford it. And they wind up broke. Okay. Listen, the reason why I have, I just want to be honest with you, if you don't mind. The reason why my wealth has, like, I've been rich for, what, I think, maybe nine years, eight years. I've been rich, like, I'll say rich as a million. So, um, like, my second year of making a million, I made 20 million. So, I've been worth, like, 20 million plus for a very long time now. It's like 40 million, whatever. It's growing. And the reason why, my wealth is always increasing. I want you to pay attention to me. Like many of you follow me online, right? And when I do videos, how many people do you see me around? Like, do you ever see me around an entourage of people? You know, do you see me around a, a bunch of women, a bunch of guys? 
when I'm in my vehicles, do you ever see somebody, do you see a bunch of guys in my car? Do you see a bunch of people at my penthouse in Houston, Texas? When you see me out, some of you see me out in public. When you see me in the gym, you may see me in a store. Well, I don't really go to the store, but you may see me in the mall. Who am I with? By myself. You know why? You know why? Because I'm a man that beats to my own drum. And one drum is enough. Listen. I understand some of you want to have people around you. And I think, you know, the people that want the entourage around them all the time. Because they like the feeling. It's the power, right? Especially men. Men like to have other men that are inferior around them. Because they feel that. I'm the lion, I'm the king, yeah. These guys, they all look up to me and they give me compliments all the time and they feed my ego. Same thing with women as well, right? When women has a clique, it's always one woman who is the smart one, the most intelligent one, or the one that makes all the money. What I want you to understand, like, I don't need that. It's not necessary for me because, uh, and the reason why this has kept me just very wealthy because the only person I have to deal with is myself. If I had an entourage of people, I have to deal with everybody. And usually your entourage, unless they're making the same money amount as you, this is what happens with people. If you're around people that don't make the type of money that you make and you run with them all the time, you end up paying for all the dinners. You pay for, you pay for everything, by the way. People expect you to pay for it because you have the money. So you will feel obligated. And then you want to be nice and you will just spend the money. You won't see it happen. It'll happen very seriously. Or... Maybe you're a person that has people around you that have the money that you have. But maybe some of those people can do some of the things that you can't do. Or maybe they do things or think about money differently. And you end up spending more money because you just don't have that level of thinking yet. Makes sense. Say if you have a group of friends. They all want to go to Milan or Paris. Everybody gets a first class ticket. And you be like, well, mm, well. I guess everybody else got one. I guess I should. But you're not used to. You're not familiar with getting first class tickets yet. You got a little money, but you're just not. And these people, you know, they're they're okay with it. It's not a big deal for them. And now you feel that you got to do it. Or maybe your friend group gets some brand new shoes. Girlfriend get a brand new purse. Hey, girl, look at my purse, girl. Then you start thinking about, man, I need a purse too. (laughs) I mean, listen, this stuff is very insidious. Like you won't even see it happen. And before you know it, you're living for other people. This is, this happens. Before you know it, you're unconsciously, and we always do it. We're always unconsciously comparing ourselves to the group of people that we're around. We're either superior to the group or you're either inferior or you just like these people. I'd rather be alone. Listen, I can't count even on one hand how many friends I have. And even my best friend, I don't spend time with him all the time. Can't. Busy. He's busy too. I like busy people. I like like the friends that I have, they're busy. I have a friend right now, Romani. He's my best friend. It's another best friend that you've never just heard about, you know, because just never heard about him. He lives in Romania. He makes $10 million a month. We talk maybe two, maybe three times a year on Skype. He's my best friend, though. And you might say, well, how is he your best friend? You don't, you don't talk, because well, he's busy. He's working. 
She's making $10 million a month. What do you mean? What are, what are we going to talk about? You know, what, what, why do we need to talk every day? What, what are we talking about? And see, that's what you don't understand. Some of you, like you're talking to people every day. You're talking to friends every day. Talking to your mama every day. Talking to your daddy every day. You want to be rich. You want to be wealthy. Okay? I talk about this a lot, about isolating yourself and really cultivating and maturing yourself. And I think it's best to do it alone. I know other people might disagree with me and say, oh, no, it's got to be around other people. You got a network. You got a social network, I guess. But I don't know. I truly believe that we have so much power that we were born with that's inside of us that we can take what we have been given by God and we can put that through a period of maturation that we can develop every area of our life, our money, our health, our physical um, fitness, our, our mental health, our emotional intelligence, our communication skills. You can do that all by yourself can when you have no distractions have you ever noticed when you have less distractions you get more things done make sense listen you'll never see me around an entourage of people the only people that you will ever see me with are people that work for me or my best friend or my children that's it you're not going to see me with random guys. You're not going to see me with random women. It's not going to happen. Because I'm just not that guy. I don't need to be that guy. Because it's not important for me. What's important is for me to always protect my mind and to protect my circle of influence. And that's what you should be thinking about. You think it's coincidence that I'm worth $40 billion? Are you insane? It's not coincidence. It's strategic. Like right now, just to share something with you. Like next week, like we just had a breakthrough in one of my companies. Man, we're making a lot of money right now. And uh, today we did maybe $70,000. And uh, next week, we'll be spending $50,000 a day on ads. And right now we had a hundred percent return on investment, which means I spend fifty thousand, I'll make fifty thousand. So imagine doing that every single day. Now, how is that possible? Well, for the last couple of months, I've been just by myself, alone, working on myself, meditating, working, testing, working out, not talking to women. Not hanging out with God. I mean, you know, just by myself. Refining myself. Developing myself so I can evolve. How do you think people make progress, ladies and gentlemen? Like, how do you think people make progress? Like, if you watch me, some of you have been following me for a very long time. Like, if you watch me, I am very consistent. My day is very structured. Many of you, you're so disorganized, you can't even structure your day. You have no rituals. All rich people have rituals. They do. I've shared mine many times before. I wake up, boom, I'm grateful to God, I meditate, boom. 
After I finish meditating, time for me to have a protein shake, go to the bathroom, brush my teeth, find the workout uniform or the workout clothes for the day. You know, make sure I'm looking good, smelling good, of course. Make sure everything is on point. I go to the gym working for two hours minimum. Two hours minimum. Minimum. Period. Leave the gym. Come home. Chef has my food already prepared for me. Eat. Have another meditate, then have another protein shake. And just work to midnight. And then get on the rant with you. That's what I do every day. That's what you know. Listen, I've been doing this every day for about a couple of months now. I've literally just removed everybody in my life, like you know, almost a lot of people. You know, so a lot of people just, like especially when it comes to women, you know, just just got to remove them, right? You may say, well, why? Why did you? Why? Why did you do that? Because I demand progress for myself. Like me, I must make progress. Because if I don't make progress, I can't be happy. Like honestly, if you don't make progress in life, you won't be a happy person. You will not. Anybody on the planet, if they're making, everybody on the planet is doing something to do something. Like you, you're working to make money. You're going to school to make money. Whatever you're doing, you're running the business because you want to make money. Like if you know anything that you do in life, it's the outcome is to make some type of progress. You have to see that you're doing better, right? You can't live in 2022 and 2023, nothing is better. If your 2022 is the same as 2023, you will automatically feel that, man, I'm not making progress. And that doesn't feel good. But see, I demand progress for myself. Demand like I have to make progress, period. Some of you, you're not like that yet. You just want to go buy the next Gucci purse. Versace shades, Chanel bags, Louis Vuitton bags. That's, that's what you want to do. But you can't even afford it. Acting like a broke person. That's what broke people do. See, broke people, they purchase things that they can't afford to make them feel happy. You know, you buy stuff so you can feel good. It's different when you can afford it. But many of you, you can't afford it. And what you don't realize, you're going backwards. Okay? So, I mean, you're taking, two, you're taking one step forward, two steps back. Okay? Let me say this again. Broke people spend before they get it. Rich people spend after they get it. Spend time, five, eight years, just developing yourself. Pulling and dissociating yourself from worldly activities. Okay? One thing I've realized about the world, you know, when at the age of like 26, when I decided to separate from the world and just really get into my own zone, and, you know, I, you know, I was just with myself for a very long time, for a couple of years, just in my own vortex. Let me tell you something. When I, when I decided to go back outside 
like you guys would say, when I decided to expose myself back to the world, everybody was doing the exact same thing. When I would go to the club, same people getting drunk. Same people throwing up outside after the club. Same people trying to fight. Same people trying to buy sections that they can't afford. Same women. Same girls trying to find them a sugar daddy. Same girls trying to find them a man. Same men trying to find a girl. I mean, it's, it's, it was just the same. Like, I didn't miss anything. Some of you think that you're going to miss out. You're not going to miss anything. But you got to realize about regulatory people, they're robots. They do the same exact thing every week. Let me tell you what regulatory people do. Mondays, they go to work. When they get off of work, they go to happy hour or they go home. Maybe they go to the gym. They cook dinner for the family. Or maybe they just lay in the bed. They drink something, some wine. Maybe some smoke some cigarettes, smoke weed, watch some Netflix, watch some Hulu, go to bed, and go back to work tomorrow. Some of you take that sleeping pill, right? I know what you do. Some of you got to take a sleeping pill every single night. That's not natural, by the way. Right, so you do that Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. When Friday hits, you're like, oh, thank God it's Friday. And then on Friday, everybody's talking to each other. Like, hey, man, what are you going to do? What are we going to do? What are we going to do this Friday? 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 Where are we going? Where are we going? Where are we going? Where are we going? What are you doing? What are you wearing? I'm going to the mall. I'm going to get this. I'm going to get this cute outfit. I'm going to get these shoes. I'm going to get this pair. I'm going to get this. I'm going to get this. I'm going to get this. Like, it's robots. Fucking robots on Friday night. On Friday, like, morning, Friday afternoon, right? Then, boom, when the bell rings, they leave work. <laughs> And now they go to the mall and get get an outfit because they want to go out, hang out, drink, smoke, get drunk. I mean, you got people on Friday that are like, man, I'm going to get drunk. I'm going to get drunk like a skunk this weekend. I know people that say this shit. Like, it blows my mind. I can't believe a person would actually say, man, I'm about to get fucked up. I'm I'm saying you want to get fucked up? Man, I'm about to get fucked up this weekend, bruh. Like idiots. You know, I, I've never been like that. I don't know. I just don't even understand, honestly. Like, I, I've probably been drunk one time in my life, and I would never want to repeat that process. I don't see how people do it. I, I swear to God. Like, I would never want to repeat a process of being under the influence of alcohol. <laughs> I mean, I would never. It's just, it was the most devastating feeling ever. And you have people to do it every single weekend. So people spend their whole weekends, they just piss off their life, smoke, drink, whatever, you know, anything to make them feel good because they hate the fucking job, they hate the fucking week, they hate the family, they hate everything, right? They just, they need an escape. You know, the people that say, oh, I need a drink. I've never said that, by the way. I've never said, I need a drink. I don't need a drink for what? People I mean, I need a drink. Oh, God. Like a drink was going to solve your problems. <laughs> Right. Listen, I'm not. I'm not here to berate you. I'm not here to talk down to you. I'm here because I want you to be better. Okay. And until you get better, you're not going to experience better things in your life. <sighs> Listen, the only sacrifice that you need to make is sacrificing. The person that you are right now, which is not the best version of yourself. And you know this. 
And if you're not paying attention, you're getting older. It's one thing to be broken young. It's another thing to be old and broke. Like, you don't want to be 40 and 50 and 60 years old, still trying to figure out how to fix your life, still trying to figure out how to make money, how to find a relationship, how to find a man, how to find a woman. These type of questions need to be answered early in life. And the reason why you can do it because there's an opportunity because, like, you have information like this. It's a ton of information on the Internet that can help you develop every area of your life. Does that make sense? Some of you think life is a joke. You just laugh and laugh and laugh and laugh until you can't laugh no more. Because you look up, you got bad credit. You look up, you got a ton of debt. You look up, you know, you got a dirty apartment, dirty home, dirty car. Some of y'all right now got a dirty-ass house. I know you do. Dirty car, smells bad. Unorganized, disorganized. You know, don't let people fool you, ladies and gentlemen. You know, people on the outside, they may look like they got their shit together. But if you look behind the curtains, I remember I was dating this one woman. That was my one and only girlfriend. Let's talk about her again. I'm not going to say her name. I don't want to embarrass her, but she was a beautiful black woman. Gorgeous caramel, just like I like it. Long hair to her back, to the middle of her back. The most gorgeous skin that a black woman can have. Like, I like women with pretty skin. You got to have flawless skin if you want to be with me. It is what it is. And um, beautiful, nice, you know, luscious lips. You know, she didn't have any Botox. She didn't do all that shit that you guys are doing now. Plumping up your lips, looking like Donald Duck and shit. I don't know what that's all about. But she was just a natural, beautiful black woman. No makeup in her face. I love it. And, um, you know, I'm talking to her, you know, and just, of course, I'm flirting. I'm a natural flirt anyway, so, you know, but I, I wanted her. I said, uh-uh, that's mine. I had to get her. And I remember we went out on a date, had a good time. And I remember going back to our home. And our house was a fucking mess. You hear me? It was a mess. I couldn't believe it. Intelligent woman, by the way. Spoke very well. Postured confidence. And when I went to her home, it was a mess. Homegirl didn't have a, a headboard. She had a mattress on the floor and had a child. And I'm like, what the f-? I'm like, what? Then I went in a car, car nasty. I couldn't, I couldn't even imagine. I just, like sometimes I can't even, I can't imagine how people live in mess and they wonder why their life is so messy. I just didn't get it. I still don't get it to today how some women or some men live that way. And they're asking me, well, how do I start to make money? Clean your house first. Clean your car. Wash it. Do you not understand that those things are a representative of you? That tells me everything I need to know about you, how you live and how you keep your vehicle, 
how you take care of your personal appearance, but I want to see behind the scenes. I'm going to say, you don't need a plan to make money. Honestly, you don't need a, a strategy to make money online. You need to make your bed. You need to get a headboard, sweetheart. You don't even have a couch in here. We can't even hang out in the living room because you have no furniture. This is real life, by the way. Grown-ass women, not just women, men too. Some men still stay with their parents. I'm like, what? 30 plus. You got men that are 30 plus have no vehicle and think it's normal. I mean, I know people personally. I'm not going to say their name. I'm not going to embarrass people. 30 years old plus, no car. Like it's normal. Stand with their mama like it's normal. <laughs> Listen, you need to grow the fuck up. Like a, a lot of you just need to grow up. And you're talking and thinking about millions? What do you, what do you think this is? You think you're just going to make millions of dollars and you're irresponsible? You lack maturity. You can't even keep yourself clean. Can't keep your house clean. Can't keep your car clean. Can't manage your finances. I, ha! Do you not know that the average person that's worth a million dollars is 57 years old? Do you not know that? And some of you are trying to make a million at 20 years old and 30. You're like, oh, I'm going to make a million. I'm going to be a millionaire in 20, man. I'm telling you, I'm going to show you. You ain't going to show me shit. You know how many men, men, the reason why I want to talk about men, because men, they're always bragging to me on how they're going to make a million dollars before they turn 25, before they turn 30, and blah, blah, blah. I hear this all the time. And let me tell you something. Of all the men that have accosted me and, and shared with me that they're going to make a million dollars, or, Wes, I'm telling I'm going to be like you. I'm going to get that car, too. I'm going to get it. I'm telling I'm going to get, yeah, I'm going to get that Rolls Royce, too, just like you. I'm like, <sighs> almost every man that have ever approached me telling me what they're going to do, they haven't did it. None. None. Not even one. Hundreds of men. You know, oh, I'm going to do this. I'm going to show you. I'm going to show you. I'm going to show you. I'm, I'm telling you, I'm going to show you. Even women, too. None. You know, the women are men is always bragging about what they're going to do and how they know they're going to do this. They know. I'm like, I'm like, you know, to be very frank, I would love to tell them, but I don't say this. I would say, shut the fuck up. And stop talking so much and go get the shit done. But if I would say that, I'll be rude. You'll say I'm insensitive. But yet people want the truth. Like they want the millionaire or the rich person to tell me like it is. No, you don't want me to tell it like it is. Because I'm going to hurt your feelings. Because see, I know what it takes to make millions. I know the type of personality. I just, I just know, man. I just do. And I'm pretty spot on, honestly. When I talk to people, I just know within the first five minutes if this person is going to do anything that's going to be astronomical or even worth seven figures a year. It's very obvious. 
right? But I can't tell you that you're not going to make a million dollars because then I am being negative to you, <laughs> right? I'm downplaying your goals and your dreams. But it's not that. It's just your attitude, your personality, your behavior. You can just see that's one thing about rich people. Like you don't have to understand rich people. They're very high in conscientiousness. Okay, they're high in conscientiousness. They're they're very observant. Okay, they see things that you don't see. They know how to observe people's habits, personalities, what you say, how you said. You know, how vehemently you are towards your goals and your dreams. Like, we just pay attention. Because we have to do that because we're very sedulous and very diligent in our own personal work ethic. Because that's why we become rich. Because to become rich, you have to be a very detailed person. You have to be a a person that's, that's able to see things that most people just can't see. Does that make sense? And to do that, you have to be very laser focused on things. So just our cognitive ability and our ability to evaluate and to analyze things is just very high, especially when it comes to people. Okay? That's how we know. Look, the moral of this rant is don't spend the money until you get it. Don't spend it. Spend it. Invest it in yourself. Don't spend money on anything that's going to that's not going to add or augment to your success or to your wealth or to your higher quality of life. Don't spend it on nothing. As a matter of fact, don't go out to the clubs, don't go to the bars, don't go for happy hours, don't go out with your girls, don't go out with your guys. Just don't do it. Just giving you some advice here. Like I'm not doing it. And I can do it. I can afford to do it. But I got to go. My goal is $10 million a month. $10 million. I was just talking to my daughter today. She called me. I was in the gym. She was going to the gym. Daddy's girl. And I said, baby, we're doing very well right now in the company. And uh, honestly, I believe $10 million a month is going to be more than enough money for me to really express myself and live the life that I want to live and she started to smile, and I said, because, you know, honestly, because Duyeza, she missed a couple of flights. I said, if I had a private jet, sweetheart, you don't have, you won't miss any flights. You know, you have a private jet to pick you up and bring you to Houston, Texas. She said, well, I may miss that. I said, no, you won't miss that one because they won't leave until you're ready. And I need that. Not just for me, for you, too. Whenever you need to fly somewhere, you need to be there. Your father needs to have a private jet just waiting, available for you. And she started to smile. And I was very serious about that. I said, we can't be fine commercial anymore. You know, it's fun, first class. It was cool. But first class is for the birds now. We need our own private plane. We need to have, we need to have our own area. Just us, so we can talk. So we can play games. So we can walk around. So we can relax. We can lay down. We can go to the shower if we want to. We can eat whatever we want to eat. We can watch TV when we want to watch. We can do whatever we want to do. And we can have our private area. We need that. And that's mandatory. So I told us that $10 million a month is just, that's good. That's enough money 
If if I made ten million dollars a month for the rest of my life, I'm I'm good to go. I'm I'm good. Great. That's hundred and twenty million dollars a year. You know, it's almost nothing that it's nothing that I can't do at ten million dollars. And she understood. I said, Do you understand that? She said, Yeah, I do. That makes sense, Daddy. Some of you right now, it don't make sense to you. You might say, What? Ten million dollars? Well, I don't need no ten million dollars, just a million. I need a ten thousand. I just need twenty. And that's okay. But I'm just telling you what my vision is. My vision is my vision. Your vision is yours. See, I know why the money is mandatory for me. I know why it's mandatory for me to make progress. But do you know? See, you only know if something is mandatory for yourself when your actions align with all those words that are coming at your mouth. You know, you know, like, oh, I'm gonna do that. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna start working out. Huh, huh, huh. I'm gonna make money. You know, I'm gonna really get serious about my business. You know, I'm really, you know, I've been wanting to start a business. You know, I've been wanting. Shut the, f- like, shut up. Just get out there and do it. Go take action. Some of you just talk too much. Talking about what you're gonna do and how you're gonna do it. Stop talking. Do it. Cause I don't care, honestly. I don't care what a man or a woman says. It means nothing to me. I want to see action. I want to see progress. If it's not action, if it's not progress, I don't want to be around you. Okay? And that's just the reality. That's the truth. A lot of millionaires and billionaires, they all think this way. You know, if I would tell you how rich people thought about regulatory people like yourself, it'll blow your mind. They don't think much about you. I'm just being honest with you. They think that you're lazy. They think that you'll always be a procrastinating, that you'll never be focused, that you'll always make excuses to why you can't do something, that you're just lethargic, you're hopeless, and you just don't got it. That's just, I mean, that's the truth. I remember going to Dominican. It was a retreat that only eight-figure earners per year was invited to. And I was one of them. And I'm the only black guy, by the way. I'm always the only black guy. <laughs> and it's all good. But and I was around these guys, and they was just talking down about you. Man, they were talking about you, regulatory people, average people. They said, Wesley, why are you trying to help all these average people out, man? Because everybody knows what I do, right? I'm like this. This motivational guy, even though I'm not a motivational guy, I'm an educator, right? They say, well, I wish we seen your videos. You're trying to help people, man. You're not going to be able to help these people. They're lazy, man. They just don't got it. They'll never get it. They're just looking for something for nothing. They're chasing dreams and they're chasing things that but they're not willing to do the work. Well, it's just it's not going to happen. And I'm trying to stand up for you. I say, you know what? Maybe not everybody. Maybe everybody won't get it, but some will. He said, well, it's not, it won't. They're not going to get it, man. You might as well just monetize and make money off these people. They're the type of people that's going to buy the product every single day, every single week. They're going to buy a new product. They're going to buy the next thing. They're going to jump into the next business, next opportunity. They're not focused. And I said, again, I know a lot of them are not focused, but... Some 
I believe will be willing to be focused. Like, honestly, I believe in you. You know, maybe I shouldn't believe in you guys. Because sometimes I look at the comments, you know, when people comment on my videos and what they say, it just, it's kind of saddening, honestly. Like, I'm out here making a contribution to the world, you know, just putting myself out there just to share my philosophy, to help people to win financially, to be extraordinary people and being very direct, being very transparent. And some of you just rather laugh. Some of you rather just, you know, take it like it's a joke. Right? And you want me to help you. But you see why a lot of rich people don't help poor people or average people in that way. They don't donate to you. You know, they donate money. But they're not going to give you the knowledge of the goods because they think it's just a waste of time. Do you know how many people I've hired and how many people have promised me and say, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this, I'm telling you I can do this, 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 and they didn't do, didn't do anything. I remember one guy I brought on board to one of my companies. You know, he just begged me for a job. I knew his father, so I'm like, I give him an opportunity. And he begged me. He said, man, I'm going to be your best. I'm going to do it, I'm going to do this. Do you know within 24 hours he texts me and said, man, I can't do it right now. I just can't, man. I'm just, I got to just take care of some stuff. And I'm like, what the, f do you see why rich and successful people don't even spend any time or even want to be around average regulatory people? That's why. Because I got wasted my fucking time. And that's one thing in life that I abhor, hated, to waste my time. I, I can... Spend money, lose money, whatever. But my time? You waste my time? Man, I just want to break your neck. I mean, you can't waste my fucking time because I can't, any, I can't get any of my time back. And I live in this peaceful, happy, joyous vortex. I told you, you know, life is good over here. It's perfect. And you come talking to me how you're going to do all this stuff and you're going to show me this and you're going to do this. And you don't do shit. Just wasting my time. I'm like, just shut up. Does that make sense, ladies and gentlemen? Any questions for me, by the way? I don't let people waste my time anymore, by the way. That's why I prefer to be alone. Honestly, the only time you're going to see me with someone, either with my best friend or, you know, people that's in my company, a oh, beautiful woman. I'm going to be honest with you, that's the only time you're going to see me with anybody. Other than that, you're not going to see me with anybody. Because I don't want to waste time with people. Because people, that's what they want to do, they waste time. Yeah. They don't even know that they're wasting time. Because they feel very passionate about when they're talking to me. You know, like, oh, I'm serious, I'm serious. But they just forgot about the work, right? <laughs> they forgot about it's going to be a ton of work that needs, you know, you got the back of what you're saying here in... Honestly, you can't waste my time. You know, people, they want to go to dinner with me and take me out to dinner. I want to pick your brain. For what? Like, what do I get out of it? <laughs> Why do I need a free dinner? I'm a chef. I don't need a free dinner. That's a waste of time. I got to get dressed up and put clothes on. And I'm not, I'm not wasting my time for that. 
Now, I know what you're thinking. Oh, man, you're just insensitive. What? Listen, do you think I'm supposed to help the entire world? Do you think every person that comes to me or DMs me or talks to me and say, hey, Wesley, can we just talk? Can we? Can you give me some advice? Blah, 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 blah. Well, pay me. Pay me $50,000. Shit, I dress up then. I smell extra good for you for 50 grand. I take a shower too. But everybody wants something for free. Well, let me tell you something. The only freebies that's happening with Wesley Virgin is what I'm doing right now. This is free. Okay. But I'm be honest with you. I'm not going to nobody's dinner. I'm not going to your, to your lunch. I'm going to be honest with you. Like of a woman. Like first of all, men ask me the dinner. It's not going to happen. I'm going to be honest with you. You know, unless you have, unless you're valuable in some type of way that I can exploit, right? Like if Kevin Hart asked me at the dinner, of course I'm going to go with him, right? Because it's value there. If a woman, you better be gorgeous. You know, I'm going to be honest with you. You got to be something I like if I want you. I'm just being honest with you. Does that make sense? I know some of you don't like this, but it's just the truth. It's just how it is, you know? But if it, you know, if I don't like you like that, it's probably not going to happen, all right? Because that's just how we are as people. Everybody want to get something out of a deal, especially wealthy people, rich people. We can't be wasting time. We can't be just doing shit just to do shit. That's what poor and average people do. They just do stuff just to do. Hey, let's go out and uh, let's go to the bar and drink for five hours. What are we doing here? Why are we here for five hours just drinking? Why? How are we being productive? Are we making money? I mean, are we talking about anything that's productive? No. Questions for me. Talk to me. <laughs> Michaela said, you're free, Wes. <laughs> hey, Tammy, how are you? Questions for me here. Questions here. Questions. And the warrior, she said, you can learn from other people. You know, let me tell you something about that statement. That's not a smart statement. You can learn from other people. Yeah, you can learn from some people, but everybody. You know, you know the people that say, well, you can learn something from everybody. It's true and false. Let me tell you why. Can you learn something from everybody? Of course. You can learn what stupid things to do. Like if you're talking to a person that's average, that got a nine-to-five job, make $50,000 a year. And you want to make a million dollars, what are you going to learn from them? You're going to learn how to make $50,000 a year. If you're talking to a person that's broke, that's always talking about how broke they are and they have no money, what do you learn from them? You learn how to be broke. You learn how to be broke, how to speak broke. Right? Yeah, you'll learn something from everybody. But my question to you is, do you want to? I don't want to learn something from everybody. That's some bullshit. I, listen, don't believe that. That everybody you come in contact, you want to learn something from. Because most information that people know are, it's futile. It's just useless. It's not applicable to enhancing your life physically. It's not applicable to enhancing your life from a health standpoint. It's not applicable for your finances to be more financially astute. It's not applicable to increasing your emotional intelligence. And it's not applicable to raising your quality of life. Most conversations on the planet. So... Stop with the bullshit about you can learn something from everybody. That's not smart. Okay? Don't justify why you want to be around Pookie and Ray Ray. Because that's what you want to do. 
So people that say stuff like that, because they want to be around Pookie and Ray Ray. You know, Pookie, everybody knows who Pookie and Ray Ray is. Pookie and Ray Ray is the person that you always giving advice to. You know, the person is always have that has the problem. They come to you for you to give them the same exact advice. And they're going to be like, yeah, you know, you're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah, you know what? You're right. You always know. You're right. You're right. And that's what you want to hear. That's an absolute, futile, useless, stupid conversation to have over and over again. But you like that. That's what a lot of you want to do. That's why you have Pookie and Ray Ray's in your life. Because they make you feel superior. Pookie and Ray Ray make you feel powerful. Because Pookie and Ray Ray, they don't have their shit together. They know it. And they make you feel good because you're able to give them advice, give them money. Say, hey, you need to be better. You need to do this. You need to believe in yourself. <laughs> it's silly, honestly. Next question for me here. What's next? Questions for me here. Talk to me. Come on. Talk to me. Comment below. Can you tell us more about TikTok Cashbot? What do you want to know about it? We're no longer um, selling that software. What's next? Wesley, is it still effective visualizing without meditation or music? Success story. I recently made my first $100 on YouTube gaming channel just by listening to your rants and your genius crew. Much love, brother. Much love to Xbox Gaming. He made $100. I'm very proud of you, man. Do you believe in the power of exchange that people should sow into wealthy people? Oh, I do believe that. Yeah, I never heard of the power of exchange, but... I do believe that you should give value to rich people. Look, let me give you some advice because a lot of regulatory and poor and average people don't even understand this. Poor and, poor and average and regulatory people, they always believe that, like, well, if that millionaire hires me, then he needs to pay me because I'm worth it. I mean, let me tell you something. When I hear this, it's a part of me. I have a fucking dark side, by the way. And it is fucking nasty. It's brutal. You never want to see it. But if you're around me close to me, you will see it every once in a while, right? But I do my best to keep the dark side of me on the leash. But when I hear people say, well, I'm worth it. I'm like, what? Like, how do I know you're worth it? You're worth it because you're a human being? Some people right now are like, well, I'm worth $10. I'm worth $20 an hour. I'm worth $30. I'm worth it. Why? What have you done? And who can I talk to that would say the same? Give me data. Give me some data. Show me why you're so worth it. Why I should pay you. Listen, let me give you a trick, people. If you ever get an opportunity to be around a person that's rich, that's wealthy, that's living your dreams, work for them for free. Don't be in their inbox talking about, hey, I, I do this. for like, I can edit your videos and I only charge you know this much per... Do it for free. Do you think you're the only person in my inbox talking about how to edit videos? Make a contribution free. That's what I would do. Listen, if I can go back in my 20s, if I had the opportunity to work for a millionaire, I would have did it for free. 
because I will learn so much outside of what I was doing for the millionaire. But a lot of you, you don't even see the value. I mean, I had a young man, he was my assistant. And uh, I forgot how much I was paying or whatever, but, you know, he felt that he wanted to get paid more. He just felt, oh, I should be doing something different. Whereas, you know, I mean, I'm just not seeing the value here, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, are you stupid as shit? Are you just the dumbest person on the planet here? Honestly, that's what I was thinking in my mind. I didn't tell him that, but I'm just like, are you I'm worth $40 million. You're not even worth 100000 You're young. Like, I got 20 years on you. I have 15 different companies that are very established and doing very well. And you're close to me every single day. And you see, you don't see the value because you're not making more money than I'm paying you. <laughs> I said, man, get out of here. And I let him go. <laughs> you know, some people just don't see it. You know, the younger generation is just, and this is what the younger, the millennials and the generation Z is just, like, they don't really get it. Like, a lot of you younger people, you think you're so valuable. And I just think you've been watching too many motivational videos and talking, I'm valuable, I'm enough. But, but what does that even mean? You know, how are you valuable? <laughs> just explain to me. I just want to know why you're valuable. You know, just tell me why. Why are you so valuable as it relates to working for a millionaire? Like, what have you done? You just can't say things because they sound good. Does that make sense? You just can't say, oh, I'm worthy. I'm valuable. I'm, I'm a okay. Well, show me the proof. How are you valuable if you can't take care of your finances? Like, how are you so valuable and you have bad credit? You're valuable, but you got a ton of debt. You're valuable, but you, you're not even financially astute. You're not financially responsible. You don't even work out. You're overweight. You're unhealthy. What are you talking how, how are you valuable? Explain that to me. You can't control your anger. Can't control your depression. You take pills and vitamins. You know, you take all. Listen. <laughs> listen, I know I'm hard on you tonight. I know. I know I'm tough on you tonight. But, um. I can only speak the truth. And this is my truth about you. And many of you, I already know you. Like, Dan, that's me. I, listen, I know a ton of you right now. It's resonating with you right now. I know you don't like it. But sometimes you got to hear what you don't like to hear. See, a lot of you have been smoking so much weed. You've been drinking so much that you have put Band-Aids on this conversation. You know, thinking about all your vices, right? All your negative and bad habits. But I'm going to put a spotlight on him tonight. Okay? Yeah, I'm going to put a spotlight on everything in your life that you don't want to talk about. You ever been a person that said, well, I want to talk. I don't want to talk about that. I don't want to talk about that. You know why people, when they say that? Because it hurts. Like a lot of what I'm saying hurt is it's hurting your feelings. Some of you are angry with me right now. Some of you are just sad. But what I want you to understand is you got to deal with it. Like, you're going to wait till you're 60 to deal with it? You're going to wait till you're 70 years old to deal with it? Why not deal with it now? Understand there are some things about you that you need to change now. 
Stop running away from it. It's not going anywhere. I don't care how many shots of tequila Coronas and tequilas and weeds and hush and mollies and pills and cocaine. Listen, that pain is not going anywhere. It's going to be there when the high is gone. The same pain that you're trying to put a blanket over, it's going to come back. And it's going to be right there waiting for you. And I'm like, why not take care of it now? Some of you, you know, I, I share with people. I say, you know, the first thing you need to do, go to the gym. Like, work out. I mean, that's something that everybody can do, right? You go to the gym, work on your body. Some of you are so unhealthy and so, you know, I was talking to this yo man in the gym today. I'm, I was there for like three hours putting in that work, baby. I love it. And uh, he said, man, I seen you in here earlier, man. You see, you know, we, we were talking on the mat. I said, oh, really? I don't remember you. And he said, man, how did you get so lean? What is your diet like? Now, listen, me, when I look at myself, man, I'm not even close to where I want to be. And people looking at me like I'm just killing it. I'm like, what? I'm not even 75% where I need to be body-wise. And this young man said, man, you look good. Man, you look lean. You look like your body, you're like, you swollen. Man, how did, what, what are you eating? You know, what are you doing? And I told him what I was doing. You know, I broke it down to him. And to me, it's fascinating how this young man can see me. And he thinks that I'm just like, you know, killing it. I'm like, bro, no. I'm not even 60% right now where I need to be. (laughs) They just tell you the standards of people. People have very low standards with everything. Me, Me, I have... High standards with everything. Like when I work out, I'm serious. When I work, I'm serious. I mean, I'm like, and I've been, I demand progress. I won't leave the gym until I'm in pain. Honestly, I need to be hurting. I need, I, I gotta, like, I'm going to push that weight until my body and these bones, these muscles pop out of my, listen, I'm a, I'm, I'm a crazy person. When I work, I work for 10, like today I've been working for like 10 hours, just working and working and working and working, fighting my sleep, working, reading, understanding, looking at copy, looking at the differences. I mean, you just have no clue. I'm obsessed. And, um, you know, he thought I was at a level that, you know, that was incredible. And I'm like... You ain't seen nothing yet. Watch me in 60 days. I'm going to be a freaking Greek god. What's next? What is your body fat percentage? I have no idea. That's the same thing he asked me. Like, I don't know. Is that a thing now? Like, who's out there measuring their body fat? For what? Why are you out there measuring your body fat percentage? You should be in the gym working out. Like who goes to the gym? Hey, can you um, can you rate my body fat percentage for what? Work out. Like if you gotta measure your body fat, obviously you must be fat. Get in the gym. Get on that treadmill. Walk. Incline. Walk it. Thirty minutes. Put your body through the gauntlet, baby. Let's go. Body fat percent. I don't know what my body fat percentage is. Why would I even know that? What does it even matter? Like, who asked that question? Do, uh, do you know me walking around at the bank? 
I'm going to be at the bank, like, looking to cash my check. Hey, man, what's your body fat percent? I don't know. Like, who asked that question? I'm at the Walmart, you know? I'm in the aisle. I'm looking at bread. Hey, man, what's your body fat percentage? Like, it's just like your social security number? I mean, <laughs> oh, my God. <clears throat> I don't know, man. what I've learned about people, you guys fill your minds up with so much information that is absolutely useless information. Like knowing about discounts, knowing the cost of bread, cost of gas. I don't know what the cost of gas is. I don't know what the cost of milk is. I don't know what the cost of eggs are. Like I don't know. I just don't know. Why should I know? All of you, you know what the price of everything. Oh, gas price. I, I didn't know gas price was increasing. And if it increases, or if it doesn't, you still got to get the goddamn gas. So to know it, what does that mean? That I'm going to drive 15,000 miles just to get some gas that's 10 cents less? See, this is why I have to have a seminar, man. Because I'm going to be in that ass, okay? No pun intended. I mean, I'm going to be brutal. Like the next seminar I do, it's going to be fucking intense. So I suggest you don't come. Because I'm going to demand change and I'm going to expose everything that you have put dormant in your life. You know, all the things that you just try to put a band-aid on, I'm going to expose it. I'm going to put salt all over it. It's going to burn. You're either going to leave the room or you're going to take it. And you're either going to take it and change or you're going to leave and be the same. Okay? What's next here? What's next? Honestly, I think body percentage, fat body, it's it's a marketing technique. You know, you go to the gym with the trainer, he measures your body fat percentage. He said, oh, my God, you're 15%. Man, you know, that's a lot. What? Oh, my God. You know, man, you know, if your percentage is getting higher, man, you can have blood clocks. You know, your arteries and your heart can fail. We got to get you in here right now. I mean, honestly, other than that, what's the point? Unless you're trying to be a bodybuilder or something. Or, and um, we, we know you're not trying to be a bodybuilder. And we know that you're not trying to be like this person, um, you know, in this body fitness competitions. So what's the purpose? Just go work out and be consistent about it. And all the fat will start to diminish from your body. Okay. Questions for me. What's up, Steph? So sexy. How are you? <laughs> What's next here? And like I said, um, I'm doing a mini seminar that's going to be in Miami at the end of the month, February. It's $20,000, by the way. 20 grand. Reach out to Ariella. I'll follow her. See if we have any room available. We're not going to have more than 15 people in that room. It's a two-day event. Wes, can you explain what the dark side is? I mean, that's it. Come on now. Everybody knows what the dark side is. An example of the dark side, man, since a man asked the question here, is when you see a girl, you know, you see a woman, 
And the first thought in your mind is what you want to do to her sexually. That's your dark side. You want to rip her clothes off. You want to get, I mean, you want to be inside. You want to get in deep. That's your dark side. Like what I just said, it's my dark side. It's taboo. Some some women like, I can't believe he said that. What? What do you want to get in me deep? What? Who, who talks like that? Some women like it. Just the dark side, by the way. Right? The dark side could be you being overly angry. You know, when people say, I can't believe I said that. I can't believe I did. That's the dark side. When you do things that you really feel. Dark side is when you're telling the truth. You know? You tell somebody, I mean, you know, you're ugly as fuck. I'm sorry. You know, that's just the dark side of people. It's just how they really feel. Um, but it's, it's, listen, the dark side can be intimidating as well, right? The dark side is necessary. But, however, you have to put a leash on that thing, right? You can't just let, like, some people that, like, gang members, you see the dark side all the time. You know, people that commit violent crimes, they're just, the dark side is always there. And the dark side of a person is very attractive, by the way, especially for women. Okay? Women have a dark side, too. Women's dark side is her seductivity. Like, she can be very seductive. She can know how to talk, move, look at a man. Right? She can speak to your sexual energy. It's the dark side of her. When she do all these insane sexual acts in the bedroom, it's the dark side. Or when a woman gets crazy and loud and crazy and cur- You know, whatever. It's the dark side. Right? It's just a terrible part of you. It's the things that you think about that you know is wrong. It's like married woman that's dreaming about having sex with another man. It's dark side. Right, same thing. Man is dreaming about being with another woman, even though he's married. Dark side. Right? It's the dark side. It's like your deepest desires in life about a lot of things. It's the time when you and your co-worker piss you off and you want to slap the shit out of her. I slap the shit out of him. That's your dark side. You don't, you don't do it because you're smart. Right? But some people will do it. They have no control over their emotions. right? But that's your dark side. And just like Jordan Peterson says, he said, people, you need to learn how to be dangerous, right? But you need to know how to be dangerous when you need to be dangerous. You can't be dangerous all the time, right? Which means that you can't let people walk all over you. You can't let people just control you. You can't make people just make you feel like a victim. Make sense? But that's a whole other conversation. We'll talk for another night. What's next? Questions here. What's Wes, what's the difference between hope and faith? But hope is just it's BS, man. Come on. Hope it lacks certainty. Faith is believing that something exists even though you don't see it. Hope is like wishful thinking. There's no power with hope. Faith is believing in the unknown. Wesley, what famous brands are you going to partner with? All of them. All of them will reach out to me. All of them. You'll see. Just pay attention. Keep watching. My life is like a movie, honestly. Bad Gail, how are you? Let me see here. Um, 
How do you raise your energy vibration? E- easy. Let me show you how you how you do it in five seconds. High energy, high income. High energy, high income. Did that raise your vibration? Of course it did. You shocked, right? Like what the? F- yeah. How do you feel? Raise your voice. Move around. That's how you do it. Vibration equates to feeling. That's it. It's how you feel. Move around. Jump. Talk loud. Talk to yourself. It's that easy. Okay, what's next here? King West, in the previous rant, you mentioned that physicality is one of the aspects to become a high-value man. Is it necessary to spend money on your physicality before you get rich? Absolutely, of course. Right? Protein. Protein is all you really need. No, protein, creatine, BCAAs, and glutamine. That's it. Those four things. And food. That's it. That's all you need. You don't need all this testosterone, T-Rex, IREX, all this steroids. Listen, I don't understand. So many men are taking steroids right now. <laughs> I mean, are they unaware of what it's going to do to the cardiovascular system? Do you, I mean, do you not understand that testosterone? Like even testosterone and, and any type of steroids will affect your heart in a negative way. People that take steroids, they're just lazy, man. They're just lazy people, lazy men, lazy. Just won't put their work in. I like the work. I don't know. I just love the work. It turns me on. The pain of pushing the muscle. Hey, Wes, in the sequence of Million of Mind, he talks about the financial thermostat. Yeah, he does. How do you change your limiting beliefs so you can achieve success? Well, first, you need to be aware of your limiting beliefs. Be aware that you do have limiting, limiting beliefs. Then you need to know what those limiting beliefs are. And then... You need to do the opposite of what the limiting beliefs are. Like if you have a limiting belief such as, well, I'll never make it. I'll never be rich. Well, that's a limiting belief. So what's the opposite of that? I'm making it right now. Everything is working out for me right now. Many of you, you can change your limiting beliefs by changing your internal communication to yourself. Okay. How do you actually reprogram the mind? Jada, even right now, do you not understand that I'm reprogramming your mind right now? Do you understand that all of you for the last 40 minutes have been in a state of hypnosis right now? Do you not realize that? Like just listening to my voice as a state of hypnotic commands and conversations. That I am embedding in your mind that is causing you to change in a way that you're going to be very productive, successful, and achieve your goals now. So, Jada, you're, you're being programmed. You've, you've been programmed for the last 40 minutes, by the way. I've been programming you all night. Did you not feel it? Do you not feel the energy? Are you not feeling the words that I'm sending to your mind right now? Right? So it's happening right now. Whenever you're immersed, 
whenever you're enthralled in anything in life, whether it's TV, media, YouTube videos, or listen to a podcast from a cool black guy by the name of Wesley Virgin, you're being programmed. Okay? Always. Wes, a movie in your life events or book possibly? Yeah. Probably both. Hey, Paris, how are you? Um, how did you raise your personal financial thermostat before you got very wealthy? Like I told you many times before, I used to say that I am so grateful now that I earn $5,000 a day. So I would say that over and over again. Affirmations, repetition, right? Until I believe that I was able to do this. It's a continuous process. You have to speak what you want over and over again. You got to put yourself in the environment. I used to go to the Royce Royce dealership. I used to get around the houses that I wanted to live in, right? All that's a part of changing your beliefs and changing your thermostat about your beliefs. Okay? What's next question for me? Someone said testosterone boosters. I don't know. Listen, if anybody's taking testosterone, man, you need to do your research because whenever you're injecting testosterone in your body, what your body starts to do is start to use the testosterone that you're injecting, which means that it's going to produce less testosterone. Like naturally, you and naturally, you won't produce it because you're injecting it in your body and you become very dependent on it. So I would say just do your research, you know, do extensive research. Hey, Wes, what are the skills I can master that AI won't be able to replace in the coming years? Uh, this, <laughs> educating people. Well, you never know. I mean, I don't know. Honestly, I have no clue. Sudden toilet paper problem, you know? Anything that can be ubiquitous on the planet. I mean, AI is coming, man. You might as well just get a line and just find a way to utilize AI to monetize instead of trying to run away from it. Hey, Miguel. Hey, Micah. How are you? For your question, you can DM me for Ariella for the event. Yeah, you can reach out to Axe, Lena Barr. For the event as well. Share to us how you overcame your lowest moments in life and what steps to become better. My lowest moment in life. I guess one of my lowest moments was when I was in jail for a couple of days. And I'm embarrassed to say, but I cried like a little punk. I did. I did. Cried in jail in my 20s cried, you know, I was just like a lot of you, oh my God, why is this happening to me? Because I was being a dumbass. Honestly, like every question that I asked myself, it was my fault. But let me tell you something. After that moment when I was in jail, and it was based off some tickets that I didn't pay, traffic tickets. I mean, I was just a very rebellious, belligerent, just not smart at all, right? I'd take a ticket, I'd rip it up, throw it in the trash. Right, I didn't care. Um, but I made a promise to myself that I'd never go there again. I'd never be here. And that's when I began to change my life for the better. That's when I began to be more financially responsible. 
Like, you know, I remember my life, my license was suspended. And uh, I would drive a car anyway. I said, man, I got to go to work. <laughs> and I would get tickets all the time. And after that night in jail, I just stopped. I didn't drive. And I found a way to get what's called, I can't remember what it's called. It's another type of license that you can get if your license is ever suspended. You can get, um, I can't remember what it's called. But you can drive, but you have to spend like $2,500 to get a lawyer to get a special type of license. Right, so I started to take care of my business. Yeah. Instead of being non-carriage and nonchalant about it. How do you compete with big companies in marketing? Listen, you know, big companies don't understand marketing like Wesley Virgil understands marketing. Honestly, I mean, big companies, they have the budget to spend a ton of money, so they don't care. They'll spend money on commercials and ads that are just stupid, right? You know, I don't know. Me, I just... I understand people, so I was thinking about creating a course on why my ads, they do very well. Like even right now, we have ads that's run on the internet right now that you're probably going to see very soon if you're over the age of 35 and broke. You're going to see my ad, and it's genius how and how I do it. And I have a, a science, pure science on what I do. And almost all my ads go viral, which means is they get shared and liked, so... A lot of the sales I get are very organic sales. So, yeah, big companies, they don't know what they're doing. I mean, maybe they do, maybe they don't, but they spend a lot of money. They don't spend all their money for advertising. You just have to understand it's the college of marketing, which I do understand. I've created the new version of who I want to become in my mind, but I constantly feel my old self pulling me back. So you feel your old self pulling you back. See, I want you to notice how this young man uses his language. He says the old self is pulling him back. Which means is he's independent from the old self and the new self. Like, because if he says that his old self is pulling him back, that means that he has no control of the old self. But the old self is him. See, we need to integrate him. Like, because if you say the old self is pulling you back, that means you have no control. Uh, The old self is you, man. You're pulling your own self back. So I would say stop pulling yourself back from where you want to be. What's the greatest advice you can give in us in 2023 to get ahead in life? Apply everything that you hear in my rants. If you want to be very direct and honest with you, buy my course, The Genie Script. Go to howtomanifestnow.com. You ask the question, I'm telling you exactly what I feel and what I think. Get my course. Learn how to manifest your dreams. All right, take a step in the right direction. Listen to these rants. That's my advice. What's next here? Folks, did you get value here tonight? Did you get value? Comment the word value if you got massive value tonight. Okay? And remember, I love you. I do. I know sometimes I'm brutal and I'm tough. But I love you. Okay? I do. I care. But I got to keep it real with a lot of you. You just got to keep it real. (laughs) But I love you, okay? And I want you to do well, but it's up to you. It's not up to me. I'm an advocate of you. I'm your fan. I want you to make it. I want you to get whatever you want out of this life here before you die. But it's up to you to do it, okay? I can't make you drink the water, man. I can't. 
I wish I could. Like, honestly, I wish I could take you by the neck and push your head in that water and make you drink. But I can't do that. If I do that, I might go to jail. I can only lead you to the water and you have to drink for yourself. I can't force you to drink. I can't persuade you to drink. I can't compel you to drink. You have to make that decision by yourself. Make sense? I can't make you listen to these rants over and over again. I can't force you to do that. It's up to you to do this. Okay? What's next, folks? Any more questions for me? Any more questions for me? Before I let you go here. How has your military background affected your life today? If I'm going to be honest with you, there's the lady. Uh, the military, I hated it. <sighs> I didn't like it at all. I abhorred it. The only benefit I got from the military was the physical fitness part of it. That's about it. Other than, other than that, I hated it. Um, you know, I have a problem with authority. I still have an issue with that now today. I don't, I don't listen to anyone. I listen to myself. That's about it. And, um, yeah, that, the military, uh, it did not help me in any way. It helped me get fit, you know, get the athletic. That's about it. But other than that, I didn't take any, any advice. As a matter of fact, I got kicked out. So, <laughs> You know, the military is for some people. Some people it's not for it. It's not for me. Whereas did you have a diet of main foods you ate in the beginning of your journey? Yeah, to be honest with you, I had a George Foreman grill, and I ate chicken breast and greens and beans every day. True story, by the way, for a long time. Because I was working out so much, so that's all I can afford. Well, I couldn't, I couldn't cook, so I had to eat that. Okay. Any more questions for me here? Okay. All right, folks. Much love. I love you. This is Wesley Billion Dollar Virgin. I'll see you soon, and let's go.